0: This is Karen Hunter and welcome to The Hub. I did a podcast a few podcasts ago about how we people of color, people from the global majority should move like ants. And I did a whole breakdown, a whole study of how ants move. uh, And it was eye opening for me when I was studying it, but also I thought it was so instructive. And so today, since it's Sunday, I want to talk about sheep. And I've been having this thought ruminate in my head about us not moving like sheep. But as I studied the nature of sheep, I feel like we might also uh, learn some things from the way that sheep move. And this is in juxtaposition of what i've been seeing lately particularly on social media regarding people who call themselves leaders yet and have a lot of followers i'm talking about millions of followers yet don't either have leadership quality or the the sheep that are following them aren't smart enough to realize that um maybe they're not following the right people and listen we all need to have some direction in our lives is why we Children are born through homes with parents, right? We're, we're born into homes where people lead us, where people teach us, where people groom us to become human beings, great human beings. And I think that that's the natural order of things. Everyone needs a teacher. Everyone needs a leader. Everyone until you can lead yourself, And even when you lead yourself, we still need mentors and we still need people that we can rely on. We are not meant to be in this world by ourselves. Again, Moving Like Ants, if you haven't heard that podcast, go back. It was like maybe 50 podcasts ago and just listen to that because I think that That's the blueprint for success. But as we think about this, I know um, I I was wrong, you know, in in the way that I saw sheep as these blind, dumb animals that will just go anywhere. And I was going to do this whole podcast on not being like a sheep, not being like sheep, not being easily herded in because that allows us to be slaughtered, you know, when we follow follow the leader. But what I want to alter is good leaders. Good leaders are super important. Jesus was a good leader. We know Jesus in the Bible as as the shepherd. You know, and we are his sheep. When he um, had this encounter with Peter in the last days of, of his existence, and he had already been crucified and already been resurrected, and he meets Peter, uh, who had run away, of course, and, and was hiding, um, and he asks Peter this, this question Do you love me? And Peter says, Of course, Lord, of course. And he said, Feed my sheep. And it's something that's stuck with me um, when I think about my walk. When I think about my role in this world, uh, Feed My Sheep just keeps coming back. And it's how I approach everything that I do, even this podcast. If I'm not feeding you, uh, then what's the point? If I'm not giving you food to think about, food to digest, food to to nourish you, food that will uh, make you stronger, then I don't have a purpose. And I think that anybody that's in a position to lead or in a position to teach, you have to approach it that way. So the sheep aren't weak because they need to eat. The sheep aren't weak because they need to follow. Uh, Sheep, at some point, we're all going to be sheep. At some point, we all are sheep. Uh, even in, in the shepherd role. But the goal is to be of service and to feed the people that are around you with whatever you have to offer. And, you know, as I was looking at the characteristics of, of a flock of sheep, animals that are strong, uh, that, that move together, they're not like deer, you know, who also are flock animals or gazelles that are also flock animals. They're more family oriented. They are They are more cohesive in the way that they move and they move in bigger numbers um but the goal for the sheep moving as a herd moving as a flock is to get to greener pastures right is to get to some place where they can eat and thrive and i think as people from the global majority we're in that position right now and i would just love for us to stop and take stock of that as people are jockeying for position to who's a better leader, who's corrupt, who's, who's uh, damaging to us, who's a liar, who's got integrity, who doesn't. Like, listen, at some point we're going to have to have discernment. But at another point, are you being fed while you're being led? And this is just a simple method. Are the people that you're following with fervent passion feeding you? Are you getting something that is improving your life and the conditions of all of us? And if the answer is no, then stop following. It's real simple. Do you get something out of the work that is being done by the people that you so admire? If the answer is no, stop following. And and by by, by food, I mean like real, not junk food, I mean real things, real nourishment that you can then take and supply other people with, not just entertainment. I've talked before about this church that people are going to, where they play music and there's no scripture and there's no word and there's no leadership and there's no, no empowerment beyond the great music. And I'm like, that's not church. Sorry, not church. These are facts. And we have to be that, that cut and dry And that discerning with how we we move in the world because our literal existence is at stake. And that's how serious it is for me. And um, I feel like we're in a particular time where we don't have, I've said this before, we don't have a whole lot of time to get this wrong again. And so let's knock it off with the charismatic leadership following, and that includes the people in pulpits. Let's stop that. And let's start to really require people to deliver more. When Jesus said to Peter, if you love me, you will feed my sheep, that was an edict for all of us. That was a message for all of us. If you love the people in your life, you will feed them good food, nourishing food, food that can be reproduced again and again and again, sustaining. So that's my message for today. I just... Came from a conference in Florida. It was so powerful. And I go every year. I've been going. This is my third year. The Women of Color Empowerment um, Conference in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Run by some incredible women. And I'm not, you know, a group person I don't really like conferences because I usually you know and I've said this before most conferences are social gatherings where you know people kiki and dance and have fun and little else happens and that goes for I won't go down the list because I'm not in that mode right now but you know you've been to those conferences where you know you leave and you're like wow I had fun I caught up with some people but I didn't take away anything that made me better I had so many nuggets Um, In a short period of time, because I didn't stay the whole weekend this time around, I miss Regina Bell. Damn it. But um, this, in the 48, 36 hours that I was there, I made connections that are going to help build some things that you guys are going to hear about uh, in the future, like some serious work is going to be done. I connected with another young lady who I feel like is a rock star. And I'm looking forward to working with her to build her brand. Uh, Just an amazing human being with just so much light. And I got some great advice in these, these breakout sessions. I mean, we, it was see um, Hastings and Ilyasa Shabazz was in, um, talking about getting over trauma, just some important empowering nuggets. Um, there was a a, a, a a panel discussion the very first day on Friday uh, featuring Yvette Miley and another woman who made us meditate, which I'm taking with me, uh, just five minutes a day. She said, don't stress yourself, just five minutes a day. Be silent, meditate, breathe, connect with the universe. Just things you know but that you just reinforce. This conference is the best conference I've ever attended in my entire life and I will continue to go to it because I always leave uh with the motivation and the the tools to go build some more things. So I just want to shout out the women Bernadette uh Norris Weeks and Michelle Austin Pamies, and Kathy and Tina Teague and all of the women uh Shirlane and others who are just powerhouse women who've put this together and now they are branches all over the country. They just opened a Minnesota branch. A uh, young lady who heard about it a couple of years ago on my show showed up last year and now this year she's back as a woman that has started a branch in Minnesota. So, you know, th- let me just shout them out too. I just wanted to do that because it was a super important weekend and I came out of it. I want to share some things. I met a gentleman there who um, used to be a, a bull wrangler. Yeah, I'm going to talk about that probably next Sunday because he he dropped some nuggets on me as well. But this is what being fed and being led is supposed to look like, where people drop nuggets and gems and seeds into your life that you can then plant and grow some things, as my man Ron Finley would say. See how I'm tying everything in? Yeah, because it's all connected. Well, let me just thank you. Thank you for joining me and for supporting me. One of the things I really would like to see what this podcast is for, to crack the continent of Africa. So if you have any friends, relatives, family members in Africa that you can share this with, just click on the link and share it. I would appreciate that. But I just really, really am grateful for the commentary as well. So follow me on Twitter, use the hashtag podcast so I can search for it. Follow me at Karen Hunter, at Karen Hunter on Twitter, hashtag podcast. I really appreciate you. Until next time.